Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. I think that this world it needs men that are willing to make the hard call. Central Maine's best comics podcast, by default. Ain't no thing like me, except me. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. Matt's coming. No. When do we start? Hey, welcome back. Yes. It- you you never give me like a point. You don't let me know I'm finishing my whatever I'm doing, and then you just kind of like drop it on me that the show has started. You can hear it in the headphones. No, because you, you demand five seconds of silence before the show you starts. You can hear it when it turns on. Uh, no, I, I really didn't actually. All right. Hey, we're here. Yes, we are. We're here to talk about comics and movies and TV and sports and video games. All the pop culture that we can fit in approximately 60 minutes. I think we're covering all of those things today. I don't know. All right. Think, thinking about it. But yeah. Also, there are two more news stories I didn't write down because they came out so late in the day and I need to remember them. Oh, well, you are the geek. <laughs> well, why don't we start off with them right away? Oh, okay, fine. No preamble. Well, I, well, do you have anything to preamble? It's August. You're gone next week. I'm gone next week. You'll never watch The Suicide Squad. That's not true. I'll watch it. It's true because you have my HBO. Damn right. <laughs> That's my payment for services rendered. Like, yeah, I guess if it's there. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's true. I'm not going to the theaters. I mean, I'm already paying for it once. I'm not paying for it twice. I get it for free. Yes, you do. But, I, well, I mean, I it's my, again, it's my uh, compensation. It's true. I give you none of the Patreon money. It's true. I've never seen a dollar of the Patreon. Well, except for the uh, Halloween special. Then Patreon. Saw all of the Patreon that was money. All the Patreon <laughs> money from the first four years of the show was into yeah, that. That was like $200 worth of booze. Yeah, I don't think we've ever had $200 worth of Patreon money. It's a yeah, wow! It's, it's perpetually gone down ever since the the other show ended, and it's Were just you so sad. Two hundred dollars a month in Patreon money? No, oh, no, okay. no, no. So that was like a long term investment. Yeah. Oh. How long did the rest of the alcohol last after the think the the, uh, the the Halloween special? I mean, the Midori lasted a while because that was that disgusting like watermelon flavor or whatever. That it wasn't was. terrible. I kind of liked that. It's so sad now when people leave the Patreon. They're like, one dollar is gone. I'm like, real like. People have things, but it's just so sad with people like, you know what? This isn't even worth Did a buck to me. Was, was it like zombie brains or something? That was a really yeah. weird shot. Uh, something that I have been grateful for is Patreon, when you leave a subscription, you have the option of like giving um, an exit survey. And I have been very grateful that everyone has, that has left the Patreon has not filled that out. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I feel like there could just be some sad truths dropped on me. I mean, I can drop sad truths on you for free as well. <laughs> ah, okay. But I'm not going to. Remember when people like would go to the show like, oh, you were too mean to Jared. It was just because I was cutting out like terrible things you were saying. I'm like, this puts him in a bad light. I don't think I've really said terrible things on this show it's, ever. Uh, not, it was much earlier in the run. Oh. I, I mean. But <laughs> I would just be like, you know, this is in poor taste. I'm going to cut it. Okay, good. I'm glad that you did that. And then it made me look like a bigger jerk because it looks like it was just a one-sided thing. I'm even even more glad you did that. <laughs> But as you said, we got news to talk about. Uh, there are time codes listed down below if you want to jump around. So let's just dive right into the news. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. Lord of the Rings had its first image release, the most expensive TV show of all time, just based on how much they bought it for, let alone production costs. Yes. What did I say that the image was of? Because I looked it up. Is this me looking back up so I can tell you what it was? No, you don't have to. Well, I, I mean, I can pull it right up. It's right there. Uh, yeah, we got our first look of Lord of the Rings, and it's a picture of somebody wearing some sort of white sheet. And it said, this is Tyrion, the city of Noldor in the Undying Lands. And the picture is set in the first age as two trees are clearly seen shining in the background. So that's way back before like the beginning of the ring, I think, if I yeah, remember this- my... Yes, this show is very much going to be its own thing way before any of that. Yes. The show does take place during the second age of Middle-earth, which began rather peaceful but turned out to be anything but. So there you go. So my feeling is it's probably going to be like a lot of background. We'll see what it is. I'm going to watch it or at least check it out. I can't guarantee I'm going to keep watching it, but I'm at least definitely checking it out. It's like, oh, yeah, it's coming in a year. I'm like, okay, whatever. It's I can't get that excited about like a thing being a year away or over a year away, really, like September of 2022. Yes. Sure. Why not? Spend a ton of money. Let's see if it's worthwhile. Other news. 
Uh, there's another Ninja Turtles movie in the works, but not the one that's being done by Seth Green and Evan Goldberg. They have an animated one that they're doing, but there is a separate live action one in development. Unclear if it's related to the Michael Bay stuff, but it's being written by Colin Jost and his brother. Ah. Who, I forgot his name already. Colin Jost, husband of Scarlett Johansson. Yes. Okay. His brother's name is Casey Jost. Just give him some credit other than, you know, the weekend update guy's brother. Sure. Why not? Um, it's always weird when you see like competing projects happening at the same time that are owned by the same company. So that's weird, but yeah, market saturation isn't a thing. Don't worry about it. Just pump them out because the last two live action ones were so good. Is that sarcasm? Cause it sounds like sarcasm. Did you see the, the 2014 one? No. Oh, for a future show. Oh God. <laughs> it's really bad. Maybe I should have just lied and said, yeah, it sucked. And then would have saved myself the problem. Yeah. Yeah. You would have. Well, but I will. Well. That's okay. We won't do that show for a while because I don't want to have market saturation on one topic. Good. I like that. <laughs> Keep it moving. Keep it fresh. Um. Yeah. Sure. Why not? If it, I don't know if people that weren't involved with the last two aren't involved in it, great. But there's literally nothing else other than like, ooh, Colin Jost is writing it with his brother. So it should be decent. I don't know. That's not enough information. I got a bug butt on my leg. It is itching like crazy. Uh, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, I mean. Oh, there you go. Maybe, maybe it's uh, such a big. It's just a lump. Oh, that's no good. No, I don't want a lump on my leg. No, you certainly don't. Sure, why not? You mentioned it. Scarlett Johansson is in the news. She's the big news of the week. She really is. Yeah, she is suing Disney. So I guess she's uh, comfortable saying that she is completed in her role as Black Widow. <laughs> yeah, probably. Certainly, sounds like there will be no more ScarJo as Black Widow. Yeah, she is suing Disney because she states that her contract had her uh, getting a percentage of the box office number, and it was going to be exclusively a box office movie, which clearly it was not, going to Disney Plus as well. So she's suing them for, I think it was like $50 million or something. That's an interesting, that does bring up an interesting question, and probably going forward when you get into like the contracts that the actors will get because sometimes instead of taking like, a salary they'll take like, they'll take points on the back end. the back end does that change that that has to like drastically change now with this with studios being able to go direct to streaming yeah i'm like, sure well this is i'm it's going to affect box office numbers i would think there's rumors that other people have been upset about this as well like emily blunt and um emma stone all the Emilys are upset about this. Yeah. But, I don't know. Well, I mean, hopefully she wins. Disney put out a statement. They're like, we already paid her $20 million. Isn't she just being selfish? Which is not exactly what they said, but that was the gist. Like, it's not a good look. Like, no. Who's, who's going to side with a corporation? Whatever. Um, so, I mean, hopefully she gets paid the multi, for her work. The, the trillion dollar corporation. Apparently, also, um, Feige, uh, he hasn't come reports are saying that he is pissed off at disney as well because of this yeah i'm sure he gets points on the movie well no he's mad that um this is being done to scarlet he took off his baseball cap and he threw it on the ground it's like you've never seen me without this on that's how mad i am wow does he have hair underneath there i think it's receding oh well that's probably why he's wearing the hat my wife looked at me today not uh, she looked at my arm kind of came back she was like huh Get some white arm hair now. Cool. That's the first I've heard of it. I had to trim <laughs> Fantastic. My, I had to trim my beard up this week because the white was showing very prominently. I can't fully also, see the back of my neck. I could just see the sides of oh, it. But wow, oh, wow. That, that's just snow. Here, here you go. Look at the... Uh, oh, yeah. You got, you got a bit of the temples there. Yeah. That's why I yeah, got to get a haircut this week. This you know you know how you don't have gray hair? I just have white hair. You know, how, you know how you don't have white hair or gray hair? Don't have any hair. You have to shave my head again. <laughs> can't see it now. Yeah, but you kind of look like a weird penis with no hair. <laughs> it's not a it's not a great look for you. Your head is too big to be bald, I think. But it doesn't have any weird lumps, which I appreciate. Yeah, I've never had like I've never shaved my head it's completely. A, it's a smooth bald head. Yeah, but it's, but yeah, it is kind of like a thumb. Yeah, you're like when you shave your head, you're kind of like a a chubby Mister Clean. <laughs> I was trying to be polite. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, that came off as polite. I could have said a fat Mr. Clean. <laughs> I mean, of all the things to look like bald, I guess that's not bad. Mr. Clean's a household name. I can tell you're digging deep and thinking about a way to insult me back, to have the last word. Nah, I'm going to let it go. It was it was just a no, no chin joke. Oh, I fully embrace that I have no chin. That's <laughs> the main reason why I continually grow facial hair, to create the illusion of a chin. Like, I have my lips and then my neck. 
There's a little little bump. Yeah, that's yeah. No chin. I'm not proud of it, but it is what it is. That's why I think I would, you know, go back in another life. Could have been like a boxer or an MMA fighter. You can't hit me on the chin because you can't find it, and you can't throat punch. That's illegal. It works in my favor. Well, speaking of alternate timelines. Oh, see, look at that. I segued you. Oh, uh, what if came up this week? Because that's coming out soon, next week or two. And it turns out that this is actually part of continuity. I just assumed it was like... Oh, so it's going to be canon? The way it is like in the comics. like It's just an offshoot thing. It was like, whatever. It's just... It'll what, exist kind of in its own world. What possibly could occur? But because of Loki... Well, I mean, we do have the multiverse. That's what this is now. It's a multiverse show. Ah. So it's not fully just like, oh, what if this? What if this? It, this is the branching timelines. Well, how clever of them. Yeah. <laughs> the showrunner's like, look, it's no accident. It's coming after Loki. I'm like, ah, okay. I got uh, you. Yes, exactly. So yeah, it's going, it is going to be fully in continuity, but clearly just their own different timelines. Also, uh, it was announced that it's going to be nine episodes, and Chadwick Boseman is in four of them. Oh, wow. So getting quite a bit of play. Aren't we supposed to be getting um, Hawkeye soon? Yeah, that's in November. Okay, well, that's not really soon. They announced that. I didn't really care. I mean, I don't want November to be soon because that's like, I mean, summer's over. I do love fall. Yeah, summer is over when you're in November. But, I mean, fall's my favorite season, so I guess I could absorb it being the fall. But I still want to enjoy the last four weeks of summer before school starts again. David Ayer, director of the first Suicide Squad, put a letter out on Instagram distancing himself from the movie really it's quite lengthy it's like four different screenshots and it reads really weird to me like he talks about like you know growing up on the street and doing drugs and like people dying in his arms it's one of those things like i'm sure that like you've been through some bad stuff but it also read like one of those like it was very posturing like like okay yeah no i this deviates from my original vision of the suicide squad because of my time and the hard life yeah he's like you know, I'm not going to complain about anything or like air my dirty laundry because I'm old school like that. I'm like, it sounds like it's exactly what you're you doing. doing yeah. that. He's like, he's like, I don't talk about things out of ter- like you are. You're exactly also doing, doing that. Yeah. That's nope. like when somebody says no offense, but yeah, they he, he totally also, mean to offend you, but they're trying to like absolve themselves of it. He also started the thing off with um saying he's like, I'm no quitter. And then it ends with him saying, I will not be talking about this again. I'm like, OK, so you are quitting. You're quitting about. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. I can't quit you. Uh, but he did say that the movie um, is not his movie. It didn't have a single radio song in there, which I'm like, it, that movie had a lot of needle drops. Mm-hmm. Like an annoying amount. Yes. It's weird that that's the thing he focused on, but sure. I was saying it was about complex characters that had like full arcs and a cut has been did, assembled. Did they? Said in his version. Are we going to get now like just all these, now that the Snyder got his Snyder cut, it's like. And DC is already, or Warner Brothers has already said they're not going to release it. I think so. At least because we know there's more Joker stuff that didn't get. Yeah, my if we get it, and it's a, I think it's a probable, but I think it's not going to be within the next few years, just because you don't want to have brand confusion with James Gunn's Suicide Squad. So they're not going to be like the Suicide Squad, and also the director's cut of Suicide Squad. Like that's just confusing. Yes, this is the Suicide Squad. Yeah, not Suicide Squad, the director's cut. Yeah. yeah, I just I don't see it happening anytime soon. Like, no, we've moved on to a different version of I'm, this, and we don't want to make people think that the other one. I'm ones. moderately excited for this. I got no reason to think it's going to be bad. I love most of what James Gunn has done in his career. Yes, he he does a really good job with that band of misfits stuff. I mean, I loved like Slither. I didn't like Super very much. I thought that was kind of mean spirited, but I generally like what he does. The Scooby Doo movies haven't seen them, but I'm going to assume they're not my cup of tea. Probably not. He wrote those. I'm glad that you have that self-awareness that you just aren't into Shaggy and Wilma and Velma and that dickhead who wears the ascot. Fred. You Fred. Oh, Fred. There we go. I don't even... I never watched the show and I could have named those characters. But he wears an ascot, okay? He does wear an ascot. Ascots are in, baby. <laughs> A little bit more news. Doctor Who news. The roughly stay for three season rule continues because Jodie Whittaker is leaving the role. No more female doctor? I mean, no announcement on who the next one's going to be oh. or anything like that. I guess she's going to like finish up the season and then do a couple of specials, and then she's out. I'll probably get hate mail or something, but I've never really watched a ton of Doctor Who. I don't know a bunch about it. It's kind of impenetrable. Oh. There's a, there's a lot to it. Yeah. it's a deep, I, I'd have to go all the way back to the, like... No. Where'd be a good jumping on point? 
Like I know that the doctor takes many forms. He's a time lord. Uh, whenever a new showrunner comes in. Oh, okay. Which is also r- roughly every four or so years. Like I don't need a lot of backstory if I were to jump into the next season to understand what's going on. No, usually when there's a new doctor, that's usually good jumping on point. Because like I know there's a doctor. They have a companion. The TARDIS is like you know really big inside. Mm-hmm. There are these weird robot things called Daleks. Close enough. Daleks. Close enough. Who's the best doctor in your opinion? Who's your okay? Not okay. Who's your favorite doctor? I mean, the David Tennant stuff is probably my favorite. He's fun. I like him. Everyone likes Tennant. I remember like coming across some old Doctor Who episodes when I was younger, when it was on PBS late yep. at night, and that weird opening. It was very, very psychedelic. <laughs> yeah, you're like, going down this weird yeah, disco ball wormhole. That's all of them. Okay. But yeah, uh, she's leaving. The showrunner is also leaving. That's about right. But then there's going to be this whole. I swear to God, it, the worst part about Doctor Who is like the rampant speculation about who the next one is going to be. It's a big deal. Like when they announce a new doctor too, it is. isn't it? And like, in but it's Britain. like every time it's almost like as soon as this initial person is cast or the next one is like, then there's this whole other wave of like articles about, well, now that this is the doctor, who's going to be the next one? It's like, they haven't even done an episode yet. So you're going to get that cycle again, which is always annoying. Like a parlor game of, do you, do you keep up with the doctor who stuff? I'm a little bit behind because I started doing um i was watching it with my wife and then the plan was well i'll just on this one i'll just catch the new ones as we're going through it and uh. then we kind of stalled on watching it so i'm like three se- three or four seasons behind now oh okay <laughs> but i was up to date and now i'm not and i will be again at some point when we eventually get there and also it's all just on hbo now so i didn't have to pay to buy more blu-rays oh wow okay there you go so i can go back to like the original doctor who you can go back to 2005 okay when the reboot happened uh, that's probably the easiest place to jump on. Who was the curly-haired doctor? What was his name? Tom Baker. Oh, uh, okay. And he had like the big um, scarf. Yep. Wasn't it like 70s, 80s? Yeah, he stayed on the longest. He was there for seven years. And it just feels like, to me, like classic BBC Britain, yes. British TV. Basically, if you're over the age of 40, that's probably your favorite or doctor. And under 40 is probably Tenet. All right. Last bit of news, Walmart, uh, once again, is getting exclusive comics from DC. I'm never a fan of this. I don't like giant retailers getting exclusive books that no one else can get, and then they do a bad job distributing it, and people like drive to different Walmarts to try and find them, but they're going to be releasing a couple of comics under the line of my first comics to try and hook young readers. Uh-huh. I'm not against that idea. That's a good idea. Actually get kids to buy comics. Crazy, I know. You just don't like that it's going to only be through one distributor. Yeah, I don't like that it's through Walmart. They did this crap before, and I didn't like it then, and I don't like it Are now. you worried that like then Walmart's going to be like, oh, then you can get your second and your third and your fourth comic here? No, I, I don't think that they're going to really change the game that much. I'm fine with Walmart selling comics, but the idea of like giving exclusive a, a, a massive company exclusive books, what it's... You know, like every comic company likes to be like, oh, we're retailer friendly. We do all, like, we want to help you. And then they're like, never mind. Okay, that's fair. It's a bunch of crap like that. But yeah. Uh, so if you want to read my first comics, coming to Walmart, don't, you know. But that's it for that. So we're going to move on from there to this week in video game history. Superhero landing coming up. This week in video game history. Some big ones this week. Oh, okay. I'm ready. You're not going to get this one because you can't. Okay, well, fine. Uh, this is ju- It was just sad. A judge orders, in 1985, a judge orders Universal Studios to pay $1.8 million over to Nintendo for uh, a wrongful copyright lawsuit saying that Donkey Kong was a ripoff of King Kong. Wow. That's just sad. It is sad. <laughs> like, we're going to sue you. Now we have to pay you $1.8 million. We lost. Yeah, I'm like, also, yes, it's very, like, yeah. I probably would have sided with Universal on that one. <laughs> they, well, womp womp. In 1992, did you ever want your Super Nintendo to kind of be a computer? No. I never had a Super Nintendo, so. Maybe there was a illustration-based game with a plumber. Oh, is it Mario teaches typing? No. Oh, okay. That was on the PC. Uh, no, this was Mario Paint was released. Oh, yeah. That, I remember that. That was kind of weird. Very some people love it. I never because like what, what you there were like you had to get like was there a printer that you could get to go with it? I'm trying yes, to remember. Yeah, so you had to buy the peripheral and. Yep. In 1993, oh, you can get this one. No, it's not gonna be that hard. All right. Originally, um, a compilation game that had a game that was released solely in Japan before this. In 93. Yeah, it was a compilation game including 
a Japanese game from this very popular series that had only never made it to the States before because it was too hard for us. Oh, is it Mario Lost Levels? Yep. Which, well, you're part, that's part of that package. Okay. Oh, it's not, what year was it, 93? Yep. It's not Mario Party. Nope. Um, I don't know. I'm sorry, you don't, you have to retract the bell. Super Mario All-Stars. Ah. Had Mario 1, 2, 3, the Lost Levels, and Super Mario World all in one package. Also with the graphics all updated on the earlier Mario games so it can look more like the Super Nintendo version. Wow. That was in 93? Yeah. Well, you did Super Nintendo come out in 92, right? 91? Yeah, early 90s. Also, on that same day, big big day for Nintendo. Yeah? The first Game Boy game you beat came out. Oh, that would be Link's Awakening. It would be. That one barely counted as a quiz. <laughs> no one else could have got that. Well, true. But I could. Uh, the game was recently re-released on the Switch, and it's fine. And I still stand it, stand by it being one of the best Zelda games. Well, it's, it's weird playing a console game when you are seeing you can see the limitations of the system. Yeah. You're just playing a port of a Game Boy game. Like, oh, yeah, this is just a Game Boy game. But it's still fun. It is fun. 1994. Can't guess this one. So we're just doing it. In 1994, a rating system was put in place for the first time for video games. Is it the ESRB? No, it was a different one then, but the precursor to that. Oh, then uh, I I don't know. Talk about sex and drugs and rock and roll and more violence, but violence and gore and other things of that nature. All right. See if you can work backwards on this one. Okay. Problem solving. Skills engaged. This 2008 fighting game had exclusive characters of Yoda and Darth Vader, depending on if you got it on the PS3 or the Xbox 360. Fighting game that has also pulled in different characters before. It's one of the Mortal Kombat games, isn't it? No, it's not. It's not Street Fighter? Nope. A fighting game? That brought in Yoda and Darth Vader as playable characters, depending on what system you owned. Tekken? No. No, I have no idea. No, no, keep guessing fighting games. Um, It's just funny. Well, PS4... Or Xbox, PS3 or Xbox were the options. Yep. So that rules out Smash Brothers. No, there's no Smash Brothers. I am trying to think of other fighting games, just like button mashing fighting games. I wouldn't say that for this. If anything, that game is known almost for the opposite. Oh, needing to have like skillful. Look at Soul Calibur Four. Oh, that was my next guess. Yeah, of course it was. I was gonna not guess anything with Soul Calibur. Game did did money. And then in 2017, a new version of the DS, the 2DS XL, came out for a reasonable amount of money. And I just threw that on there to remind you that the DS just keeps on going. It doesn't stop. No, it doesn't. They just keep on releasing new versions of it. XLS 2, 4, 6, 8. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Premium. How long that this handheld has gone on. It's gone on for once. It's like the mid-2000s. It's like Staying power is important. Almost like a 15-year-old peripheral or no, system at this point yeah really is good for the ds from super so from super mario all-stars to all-star olympians it's time for oh, jared wow. sports reports he's running down the middle by the 50 he's at the 30 bear tested the guy is drunk but there he goes oh and they tackle him at the 40 yard line it's time for another jared sports report i'm mildly proud of you that was actually not bad i don't look for your approval no, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. Uh, yeah, Olympics are going on. Uh, let's see. U.S. women's soccer lost. They'll be in the bronze medal game. Let's see. Surprising loss. A surprising loss to Canada, of all countries. No offense, Canadians. Just thought you were more of a hockey country than a uh, soccer country. You get curling and you get hockey. Stay out of the rest of it. You can have a little bit of snowboarding, too. Okay. Uh, and maple syrup. That's more for Vermont. Well, I guess Canadians also do. You can have Mounties, Flapjacks. Poutine. Universal Healthcare. Timmy Hortons. Yeah, we have Tim Hortons in Maine, though. It's bigger in Canada. It's much bigger in Canada. The Bare Naked Ladies, Rush, Michael J. Fox. He's hey, Canadian. Stop listing Canadian things. All right. Dudley do right. You said stop. I had one more. Remember, remember the uh, TV show Do South? No. That was about a Canadian Mountie who was working in Chicago with the Chicago Police Department. Did he have a horse? Yes. He was also, like, super polite. (laughs) Well, that sounds riveting. And he was partnered up with a uh, Chicago cop who was, well, very Chicagoan. Uh, So you got that. Simone Biles is going to compete in the uh, beam, the Olympic, uh, uh, the uh, balance beam in gymnastics. Let's see. What else? She's back at it. Paying attention to women's beach volleyball. Both teams are killing it. Uh, I haven't watched any of the basketball recently. Because it's behind a paywall. Oh, well, that, that and I just haven't watched it. 
yeah, Czech Republic was destroyed, beat their asses. The first quarter didn't look great, and then they're like, oh, yeah, we should just win this game, and then they did. Yes. And they're and by a lot, because point differential matters. Yeah. There's a uh, The next game on is tonight. At, uh, you'll know the outcome of the time this comes out, because it's at 12.40 a.m. Wow. Mm. Unless you're a Patreon subscriber and you get this the day we record it, and this will probably out before 12.40. Yeah, I tell you, I'm probably just going to cut it tomorrow. Oh, there you go. Well, there you go. We're recording it a day early. I don't know if I'm going to bust my ass on this one or not. Oh, that's a good point. It's a very good point. Other Olympic stuff, track and field is going on. Italy won a medal, I think, in the 100-meter dash, like men's 100-meter dash. I think it was an Italian who won it. I think that would be the first, if I remember correctly. I remember being like, huh, that will make Zach happy. But I was like, Zach probably didn't watch this because there's people running. <laughs> Katie Ledecky uh, defended her 800-meter freestyle gold, making her three-peat champion, most gold medals of any female swimmer ever. Pretty significantly. Yes, very much she so. She some ass. Yes, she did. NBA free agency has begun. Oh, you just want to skip right out to that? I don't know. Let's get something else. Things are going well at Patriots training camp. Oh, there were some interesting images on Instagram of Julian Edelman at Robert Kraft's 80th birthday. Guess who the singer was at this birthday party? A masseuse. Lionel Richie. Huh. Weird. And there's a picture of Julian Edelman dancing and singing with Lionel Richie. Sure. Why not? They said 99% certain it was Lionel Richie. Just want to make sure he's not, I'm not speaking out of turn. I don't think Lionel Richie is dead. Well, I hope not. That'd feel really awkward. I think he was just like hosting American Idol like a, in the last year or two. Oh, he's yeah, he's alive, thirty-two Great. years old. Uh, let me pull this image up because it was funny. He put it on his Instagram. Also, I think like further cementing the fact that yeah, he's not going anywhere. There's also a picture with Drew Bledsoe, uh, Robert Kraft, and Julian Edelman. So I feel like there'll be a place for Julian Edelman within the organization. I would not be surprised. Look at that shirt. Well, there you go. Looks like a shower curtain. I don't know what to think about the shirt. It's got a golden tiger on it. So there you go. That's uh, that's what I had there. Yep. Free agency is open. Trades are being made. The I mean, without going into everything, the biggies as of right now, uh, Russell Re- Westbrook to the Lakers. That's probably going to be a train wreck. They just seem to be collecting this old man team over there. And Kyle Lowry is with the Heat to the surprise of no one. Uh, looks like Fournier probably won't be resigning with the Celtics because he's asking for a four-year, $80 million deal, which, frankly, is too much for him, but whatever. Oh, speaking of uh, deals and money, David Krejci has retired from the Boston Bruins and the NHL. Oh, there you go. Hockey. And it looks like Chris Sale will be back middle of the month for the Red Sox as well after two rehab starts in Portland and one uh, in Pawtucket. Pawtucket. All right, that's it. We're moving on from sports. Why are we doing this this week? No particular reason. But we're going to go back to the often forgotten 2007 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, just known as TMNT. Take it away, review theme. I'm the best there is at what I do. But what I do best isn't very nice. It's time for an Editor's Note podcast review. No one remembers this movie happened. I swear to God, it's just like forgotten. A little bit, yes. But it's good. It's not great, but it's pretty solid and enjoyable. I I think it was. I found it to be you know charming. It had a, it definitely had that you know family is important message. It is definitely the second best turtles movie, hands down. Well, you think it's better than Secret of the Ooze? Of course. What the movie's not good? I don't know. I mean, what there were three live action turtle movies. Five in this. Five live action turtle movies? Yeah, the Michael Bay ones. Those aren't really live action. No one else would call it anything but that. Oh, maybe they, well, with computer generated turtles. Yeah. And there's also a direct uh, video uh, Batman versus Ninja Turtles movie, which is also really good. That actually, that one's solid. And there was a Batman, uh, there was a Power Rangers Ninja Turtles crossover. Well, that was a comic, not a movie. I thought it was also a TV show. Like, there was a TV. Oh, that was a TV show. Yes, there's been TV shows. There's been a bunch of those. Yeah. But as far as movies go, yeah, this one, um, generally forgotten. It does suffer from the fact that the movie came out in 2007, and they were preparing for a sequel for it, and then the property got sold in 2009, and that just went away. Yeah. There's information out there about it that no one's really shared that I'd be curious to try and hunt down, but... I think... I I don't know. I, I don't know if it's the second best Turtles movie. Easily. It has a lot of star power behind it. Lawrence Fishbone. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Fishbone. Lawrence Fishbone. Yeah, sorry about that. Lawrence Fishburne, Patrick Stewart, Chris Evans, Mako. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's very graphically Mako. Yes. 
Yeah, uh, Mako, who... My kids. I probably know best from... Long before the oceans swallowed Atlantis. I probably know him best from Conan, the barbarian. Yes. Um, and th- this is his last role before he passed away. So it's just one of those things I think about, like, big-time actors or stars. They're, like, their last thing is being a random, like, animated thing. It's, like, Mako in this and... I like Orson the, Welles and Transformers. I like that he has the line about "I'm going to watch my stories." And it's the Gilmore Girls. Yeah, apparently he's uh, Spunners into the Gilmore Girls. I don't know what their fan base is. Those stars, Hollowheads, or whatever. I I don't know. My wife watches it. I said, your wife <laughs> isn't she a big Gilmore Girls <laughs> person? Like I, think, like I think that's the name of the town. I've wa- I've been in the room. Um, Emily, what's the town that Gilmore Girls takes place in? It is Stars Hollow. Right. Good job. Good job, Zach. <laughs> there we go. Husband re- re- points. Retained a thing. <laughs> Why is Luke always wearing a backwards hat? Turn it around from time to time. I feel like it's a Dawson's Creek for like the people. Like Gilmore Girls happened for people that watch like you know watch Dawson's Creek when they were younger. Never saw Dawson's Creek. I just know there's a really good meme gif of Dawson crying. Yes, <laughs> I'm more aware of that. I don't use that nearly enough. I need to start using that more. Uh, the basic premise of the movie. It I might is- use that. Leading up to the start of school, just tweet that out. School starting, Dawson crying. The mo- Speaking of nostalgia things, real quick. Did you realize that MTV turned 40 this past weekend? No, video killed the radio star. Yet. No, you know what they did to celebrate the 40th year of MTV? Because it, it started on August 1st. You know what was on MTV? I literally just said video killed the radio star. No, it was a 24-hour marathon of ridiculousness. Is that a show? Yeah, it's the show with like Rob Diedrich and Chanel West Coast and someone else. And they just watch videos of people getting hurt. Great. And they have like guest stars come on. Yeah. Anyway, back to back to something better than that. The, the basis the basic premise of the movie is this is a semi sequel to the original three movies. It can be, it can't be, it doesn't really matter. Shredder's dead in this one, like he is in the other movies. Uh they have a wall wall of trophies that have um, items from previous films they could be nods it could be a sequel take it as you will i take it as a sequel but doesn't really matter no i think it falls as a sequel although there was no casey jones in the second one so like how is that this movie's fault i guess it's not leonardo has gone away for over a year to train himself to be a better leader which doesn't make any sense to me because how are you learning leadership skills if you're by yourself but yeah exactly he comes back, Raphael has turned himself into a vigilante called the Night Watcher where he just beats people up. And to be fair, I think he's mostly in the right in this movie. Leonardo yells at him. He's like, how could you like, take down criminals and do justice? He's like, because we weren't doing anything else. I'm like, oh, Isn't Leonardo hard. doing the same exact thing to South American cartels? <laughs> yeah, hard to argue with uh, Raph's logic. Yeah, pot, meat, kettle. Michelangelo does kids parties in a big helmet, gets kicked in the dick. Which is always a good time. Do they? Do the turtles have groin? Yes, their penis is half the length of their body. That's how big a turtle dick is. Wow. Which will come in handy for Donatello as he's running some kind of tech operation, but people call him up sometimes thinking it's a phone sex line. Yeah, I like how he's like, this is not that kind of... <laughs> what are you wearing? I don't know, just a bandana and a belt. It's a look. Also, my penis is half the length of my body. That's yeah. Wow. That's incredible. I never knew that about turtles. Look it up, I guess. Why did you look it up? I don't know. It's just a thing you know. No, it's not just a thing you know. Like, hold on. Emily, do you just know how big a turtle's penis is? There's two adults in this house that feel like that's something you just don't know. Like, it's not a fact that you're... Look, it's not my fault you're uneducated. It's... I mean, I have... you want to have bachelor's degrees? And you're a bachelor. I have a... Yeah, I, actually, I have a master's in that. <laughs> Perhaps a doctorate. But you, your your bachelor's is in you were you majored in English. Yeah, that's like the most useless major ever. Okay, sports broadcasting. It was actually technically communications, <laughs> which is like English light, <laughs> diet English. But you know, Leonardo comes back. The family gets back together, and they find that Patrick Stewart is three thousand years old, and he used to uh, be a warlord. Yeah, kind of like real Patrick Stewart, who's three thousand years old. He's not three thousand years old. Something that um, is really cool about this movie that you can do and you can find, Mirage Studios, the guys that did all the Turtles comics, were pretty heavily involved in this. And uh, co-creator Peter Laird, it's not really active anymore, but he has a blog that you can still find, where for a very long time, he basically put up every email correspondence he had with the director about this movie. Yes. And it's fascinating to read. It's 
I mean, I know there's like you know, people talk about like, oh, like if you go watch like the special features of Lord of the Rings, it teaches you a lot about movies. But I th- like some of the most intimate details I've ever seen about like the creation of a movie are just in the back and forth between the director and Peter Laird. It's really you can, it's still all out there. And there's a lot of it. But I can I mean, even remember reading it like he maybe posted this stuff around 2010. But even talking about like that opening sequence, they're like, we just want it to look like Lord of the Rings, which it kind of does. Big old battle sequence. Just like the opening narration with Lawrence Fishburne. Which is so weird. He's just in there for five minutes. And then yeah. the special features have nothing to do with like the Turtles voice actors or anything. It's like Lawrence Fishburne, Patrick Stewart, Sarah Michelle Geller, Chris Evans. They interview no one else. Like Lawrence Fishburne isn't really in the movie. No, he's only like in the initial three minutes. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> well, I mean, James Earl Jones is only in the first like two minutes of Conan. He's all over that movie. Is, oh, no, no. Who? Um, no, James Earl Jones is only in the first like two minutes of Judge Dredd. I don't even remember a minute. He just does the initial read of like the in the future super you know, cities and you know what I remember about Judge Dredd that massive cod piece, Stallone going the law and, and Rob Schneider's in there for some reason being and really that's insufferable. What I remember. They kill Max von Sydow. Bummer. Yeah, he dies in a lot of movies. <laughs> this time he dies at the hands of cannibals. Dude really gets just messed up a lot. Uh, and then the rest of the movie is um, Patrick Stewart in order to like end his immortality and his um, siblings' immortality who have been turned into stone statues. They need to collect their MacGuffin of 13 monsters and send them back to hell. I found it weird. Like you, you, And Kevin Smith's in there, too, for five seconds for some reason. Yeah, he's a cook, a short order cook in a diner just freaking out. Yeah. A couple of things that were like interesting to me, like kind of like trying to figure out, like how do I feel about this? Like Patrick Stewart's character, like what is really his... Like, what his plan is to die, pretty much. Yeah. Because he's tired of being immortal, which means he has to kill his brothers. Yeah. But there's also, like, this, you know, I think it's like a movie about brothers. Brother. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of, we're family. It's funny uh, about that is, as with so many things, there was a movie tie-in video game, and I played it through a couple of times, and it's very everything. It's I mean, it looks like the movie, and it has all the voice actors and all that stuff, but the the game is very heavily, like... This is about family and teamwork, and it's a single-player campaign. <laughs> but the movie's also very much about that. Also, when did April O'Neil stop covering the news and become like female Indiana Jones, Laura Croft, Tomb Raider? Why not? She's had some time off. Yeah, I guess, you know, sabbatical. I like something in this. They do a couple of things very subtly in this movie. That I, like. I like that she just is in a relationship with Casey, and they don't really dwell on it. Which is comic accurate, until they get divorced and Casey becomes a raging alcoholic. Am I right on that? You're close enough. Okay. You're so far and so close at the same time, it's not worth getting into. <laughs> Maybe they didn't get... They had a kid, right? No. Oh. Casey met a pregnant woman on the road when he was driving across the country, and then she died, and he adopted the kid. Oh, okay. And then him and April get married later and become adoptive parents, and her name is Shadow, and that's a silly name. Oh. But don't her... Doesn't Casey and April have, like, marital problems? Uh, yeah. Maybe he cheated on her at the end. We'll never know. Oh, okay. So I was really not close at all. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for placating me a little I was just bit. Just gonna roll with it. Okay, I appreciate that. I was I didn't want to bring down your stature in the teenage mutant ninja turtles community by just allowing my gross errors to go uncorrected. Another thing I like uh, with like the thirteen monsters, th- there's some subtlety of like, oh, these are like legends, like in the current day world, like the little red devil that like attacks Kevin Smith in his diner. That's the Jersey Devil. Oh yes. Or like the, the big thing they fight, like that's the Yeti. Ah. So it's like working in like real life mythology within the movie, which I, I enjoy. Also, I overall like the character designs. Their mouths are a little too wide. It's kind of funky. Yes. But the action scenes of this movie are pretty fantastic. They're very, very good. They know what they're doing. Like that Raphael Leonardo fight in the rain is it's pretty spectacular. I like that fight. The design of the Foot Clan, pretty cool. It is some of the some of the jokes really land well. Like there's one um Raphael is taken out and they bring him to April's apartment. Like Michelangelo comes and he's like, Wow, like what a great apartment. Just sees like a passed out, like beaten up. Yeah, like, oh, hey Raph. Just totally indifferent. Yeah. It's a good gag. You kinda again get the the same thing that happened in the first movie. One of the turtles gets like really injured and is knocked out and they've got to rescue him. Yeah. To um the musical stylings of POD. When they're yeah. running in to get Leo, it's POD. There's a lot of like you said, a lot of needle drops in this. Like it tried to have like this new metalish, like still. I like the CD. It's a good uh, yeah. CD to run to because I bought it on CD. That's why I keep on calling it that. Wow, I've ripped it since then. But that album, 
Yeah, it's it's a good one to run to. Most of the tracks are pretty upbeat. Yes. And then it's, it gets to POD, and you're like, tee hee hee hee. Ha ha ha. They're real edgy. <laughs> They're a terrible band. <laughs> yes. We are, we are. The, the youth, youth of a nation. nation. Yes. Yeah. And whatever other songs like they did. South Town. In the South Town. Da, 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 da. I don't remember, but uh, continue. Maybe uh, maybe yeah. you'll jog something. Probably not. I don't think you have about the same vocal stylings. Probably. It's a burn on everyone. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there, there is. I don't know. This movie came out like literally the year before kind of like the big revolution of like comic book movies. Like this is 2007. So this is like right before Dark Knight, right before Iron Man. So we're still in this kind of feel-out period. But I mean, ultimately, the, the bummer of it is they intentionally set up a sequel. They're like, the Shredder's coming back. They're like, no! And then, yeah, nothing ever happens. No. Mikey wants to keep his big inflatable head from when he was... Getting kicked in the dick. Yeah, kids parties. Oops. <laughs> I don't think you see that in the movie, but I do remember that that was supposed to... That was like a deleted scene. Where he gets kicked in the yeah. the turtle parts? Yeah. Oh. Just straight nut shot. Yeah, like on Ridiculousness. <laughs> Glad you enjoyed yourself. No, not really. But oh, speaking of the video games, this is worth mentioning. Um, there, it did come out on like you know Xbox and like PlayStation Two, or X, it was Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, I think, and PlayStation Two. But there was also a version on the Game Boy Advance, which is incredible. Like Turtles games, especially like a lot of the old ones. But there's a you know there's a bit of a pedigree there with quality for especially like the earlier things. The one on the Game Boy Advance is one of the best Turtles games ever put out. It's incredible. It's this old school side scroller beat 'em up kind of in the vein of the old games, and also if I'm gonna compare it to something else, the uh, like Batman Returns on Super Nintendo. It's also really hard, but not too hard. It's a very you put you know nose to the grindstone for not even all that much. You can burn your way through it, but it's one of the best Turtles games out there. Period. Hmm. The Game Boy Advance version, which I'm sure <laughs> no one would have seen coming. Like, ooh, this is the superior game. No, I could not have predicted that. It's awesome. But here you are. Yeah. Here we are. We, we're we learning together. Highly recommended. Great game. Wait, I mean, not that the other ones were bad. They were okay. They were kind of mediocre. But not bad. Just not great. But the Game Boy Advance one, really solid. I haven't played any of those, so I take your word for it. I didn't even intend, intend to do it. It's like, all right, two weeks in a row of Sarah Michelle Gellar voice acted someone. Yeah, it's true. Next week, Star Wars Rebels, because she's in there somewhere. Well, I won't be here for that. That's so not true. We're not doing that show yeah. yet, because I haven't got to it. Oh, there you go. Sometimes that's what the show is. Sometimes the show is, what did I watch this week or read this week? And that's what we do. And I'm going to drag you down with me, he says. <laughs> this, is a couple, this is a couple times you've been like, why are we doing this? I'm like, I don't know. And it's just, it's here to be done. Yeah. No real th- rhyme or reason. It's not that deep of a movie. It's not that complex of a movie, but it's fun. It's enjoyable. It's also something I think this would definitely fall under what you could call a family movie oh it certainly is like it's a it's 110 percent like i think adults they're not going to be like fawning over it head over heels but it's enjoyable and it's pretty upbeat and there's nothing that's going to be like too scary for young children like they might get a little spooked with some of the monsters and like stone giants but or um nothing too or patrick stewart's character just turning into dust at the end and then they eat him yeah that's an oops they ate his ashes. They, he snorted him a little bit. It's in my mouth. It's true. He does. Yeah. It's in his mouth. I do think that the I love being a turtle line at the end was kind of forced. Like, there's no oh, reason. Oh, no. Yeah. Shut up. That's awesome. I love it, but it's also like, that. I mean, that's a classic line. But it just didn't. It's, it's there's the always the perfect a really, beat to end on. I totally disagree. I loved it. But usually when they say that it's after something that, like, it's because they were a turtle, it saved them for some reason. I think they just saved and the it's world. always let them be. It always says like it's always preceded by four by I've said it before and I'll say it again. Man, I love being a turtle. No, nah, it was perfect. Also, this movie has the Indiana Jones problem of they don't really need to be here for this movie to happen. No, they don't. Like all they do is they fight some of the stone statues, but the Foot Clan were there. They could have done that. And at the end, of the Foot Clan like gets the last monster through the portal. So yeah, they didn't actually need to be here for. Well, any Casey of this. Jones technically when he crashes the van into. Foot Clan could have done it. The turtles didn't need to be here. No, they certainly. I mean, and and Ralph learned his lesson about leadership, and Leonardo became a better leader because Ralph broke his swords and then like there's Mon- a monologue to Adam. Yeah, and like Splinter's like really, really like seems ambivalent about the fact that Leonardo got abducted. There's and this whole you're not supposed to fight crime until you can work as a team, and then clearly they're out there breaking his rules like rowdy teenagers. There's one small detail that always bugs me, like Leonardo gets captured and he gets put inside like this metal tube of a cage. 
they put an explosive on the outside of the door. Yes. Instead of the door blowing in, the door blows out the other way, like the the opposite direction of the way it would go, based on where the force is coming from. Yeah, that, that's a minor. It's a small thing, but it's just one of those things that always bugs me. I'm like, but not the interstellar, interdimensional time portal behind it. No, that's fine. Okay, it's just making sure <laughs> this thing that clearly breaks all laws of physics. And no, known science. The door goes the wrong way. Yeah, that's what upsets you about this yeah, movie. Okay, just yeah. making sure. Also, like, why couldn't Patrick Stewart's character go find the stone? Um, like, really, there's no need for even April in this movie. Like, yeah, I, I do think it was interesting that like Patrick Stewart needs to re find his family who have been turned into stone statues. But it's not like they got a. There's something there because like what has he been doing for three thousand years that he can't find them? And he was also with them when they got turned to stone. Yeah, I guess he just misplaced them around the world. Clearly, whatever. I it's an enjoyable movie. I have a lot oh, of yeah. fun with it. I think it's you know it it still holds up. It's fun. And like I said to you, like I texted you, a fun and wholesome movie with a little bit of flubbing of Michelangelo actually fighting because in um, a lot of countries there are rules against uh, nunchucks being used. They need to get censored. So there's a lot of him not hitting people with nunchucks in this that's weird that that's a thing yeah it is headbutting and nunchucks have a lot of problems overseas oh. as far as things that get cut but but swords yeah fine swords are okay yeah and sigh like using yeah. a sigh and a bow staff yeah nunchucks okay. no nose okay and a lot of foreign markets for some yeah. reason well i mean nunchucks are probably one of the number one reasons people get hit in the nuts I mean, I think yo-yos probably do it more. Well, I mean, there was a yo-yo in Ninja Turtles too. There was. I saw a kid hit himself yeah. in the nuts with a yo-yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like two weeks ago, so it's on my mind. Walk the dog around the world. It was hilarious. He hit himself in the nuts and then stopped playing with the yo-yo. Well, I mean, I would be traumatized by that as well. He was trying to yo-yo and then he just kind of gave up. Then just started swinging it around wildly and like wrapping his body up with it. And then one of the times, just bam! Mm. And I laughed at that boy. Well, and rightfully so. Yeah. I was never big into yo-yos. Probably because you hit yourself in the nuts. No, I never hit myself in the nuts with a yo-yo. I just, I don't know. It's a weird, I mean, it's a, you know, it just wasn't my thing. Cool toy, but not my thing. End of the day, I enjoy this movie. I wish there had been a sequel, and hopefully you can get information on what it would have been one of these days, because I don't think it's really out there. It's one of those things you see hinted at from time to time, like, hmm. All right, any closing thoughts? Worth a watch. I think it'd be a fun, rainy day movie. Oh, I'm bored. What I want to watch? Throw it in. It's 87 minutes. Not a big deal. Second best Turtles movie, definitely. Uh, I'm going to go third. You're a liar. 2A. You're a liar and a fool. I still have a big spot in my heart for Secret of the Ooze. You probably have a big spot in your heart. It's from the drinking. If I die, it's going to be, you've brought this upon me. Oh, it's my fault. Well, no, because now it's just dark. I have a spot on my heart. At least I have a heart. (laughs) Jerk. Where's Uh, your ascot, Fred? I don't worry. You can't wear an ascot with just a t-shirt. You probably would wear a bolo, wouldn't you? You're a bolo guy, aren't you? No, I don't like those hats. A bolo's not a hat. It's like the string. It's like the cowboy tie. Oh, that's yeah. a, I was thinking of a bowler. No, no, no. Bolo. No. No, no I don't I, think you have the right hat for a bowler. You would look like a discount white. You the, uh, Rephrase. You would look like a discount odd job. <laughs> no, I don't have a bolo tie. No, you don't have a bolo tie. <laughs> not my thing. All right, we're going to move on from there to letters to the editors. Lot of questions, number one. Damn few answers. Here's another one of your letters to the editors. Make it so. I should have brought down something to drink because I am parched. Well, fortunately, we got about five minutes left. You can do this. Yeah. <laughs> Just get all raspy. <laughs> I do most of the talking at the end of the show anyway. All right, what's our question? Oh, should let people know where they can send their questions. Oh, yes. If you have your own questions you want to ask, get them read out on the air. The air, that's what this is. Not just this room in my basement. Well, it's technically not the air. We're not, well, I mean, I guess Wi-Fi. I guess, yeah, it's in the air. It's in the ether. It's in the ethernet. It's on the dark web. We would be on the dark web. If you want to ask us your own questions, send those into editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. Pretty straightforward email address. Yeah. It's the show, and then you just at gmail. gmail.com. Yeah. This week's question, coming at you hot, coming at you fast. All right, I'm waiting. If you could see any character in the multiverse, in Marvel, I assume that, who would it be? Any Marvel character in the multiverse? Yeah, that would go into the MCU that we haven't seen or a different version of said thing. Well, I think we're getting multiple versions of Spider-Man this fall. So that's off the table because it's probably happening. Yes. Hmm. 
we know they're doing stuff already like Marvel zombies and what if, you know, T'Challa was Star-Lord and... Hmm. Uh, Terrence Howard stays as Rhodey. <laughs> that wild multiverse. Wow. I think we're going to get a lot of, I mean, different Iron Men. Probably going to get some different Iron Man out there. I'd like to see a world where we just, all of the like bonkers Hulk stuff that's happened is just in one of those worlds. Like th- um, Thunderbolt Ross is the Red Hulk. Betty Ross is the Red She-Hulk. He ha- has a son Scar from Sakaar. Rick Jones is there for some reason. He's the abomination. Just give me all the weird Hulk silliness in one universe, because you're probably not going to get there, because Universal owns the film rights. Wow. What, a bunch of, what about a bunch of different like Wolverines? You could. I mean, you could get huge jacked man. You could get yes. Laura Kinney. You could do all those things. Like an actual like old man Logan. I know we kind of got like <laughs> some of that, but like... Grumpy Logan. Grumpy Logan with the cannibalistic Hulks. Oh, yeah, it's just okay. So we're just doing straight old man Logan. Yeah, why not? Blind Hawkeye. Oh, there we go. What about what about a world where uh, where Dare, Daredevil can see? Well, then he's just a guy who's pretty good at gymnastics. Yeah, I mean, isn't that kind of what he is right now? Except for he's blind. Yeah. <laughs> this, that, in this universe, weird, he just goes to the Olympics. The weird scene in the rain where he can see things in the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie. I don't want to see Ben Affleck as Daredevil again. <laughs> he just pulls a tooth out on his own. Yeah, that was painful. Who does he hire to like put his money in the different billfolds, and then like, how do they know that that person's not screwing with him? Oh, you know what? I would actually—I don't know. Why I'm sticking with the Hulk so much. I'd love to see the Mastro. That's an old version of the Hulk who's taken over, and he has a big old beard. See, big old white beard Hulk who's evil. Okay. Basically, any version of the character where they're evil, I want that one. I respect that. Probably not Thor. I mean, we're gonna get—we already got multiple Thors. Just keep with my Hulk thing. Lou Ferrigno in body paint again. Yeah, there you go. There are your options. Oh, you could bring back... Here's one. David Hasselhoff is Nick Fury again. No, thank you. <laughs> Come on. All right, let's wrap it up. All right, if you enjoyed the show, go to patreon.com slash editorsnotecomics, a dollar a month, which all goes to Zach, as we discussed earlier in the show. Uh, but you know what? It gets me HBO Max. Whatever. Oh, you're signaling like you have a distress. Anyway, a uh, dollar a month was, gets you the show. You know, that, the, the hand signals aren't hand signals if you tell people. Okay. Uh, yeah. Anyway, patreon.com slash editors note comics. A dollar a month gets you the show the day we record it. Plus, you get access to some other stuff as well. You can find Zach on the social medias, on Twitter mostly, at editors note comics. And you're at Junior Rich. We'll be back. Oh, Jared won't be back next week. No, I'm taking a vacation. Special guest next week, but it's time for the Suicide Squad. Bye. So long.